Welcome to the National 5 RMPS podcast, here at Stuart's Melville College with me, Mr Chalmers. Me, Mr Rylands. And me, Mrs Crichton. Today, we've arrived at the final part of the mandatory content headings, Worship. Final what? I can certainly say a prayer of thanks for that. Have we not already covered worship, though? We've definitely covered lots of it at times, times where Jews worship. What were you thinking of? Well, we've talked about Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Pesach. Ah, but the trick to worship questions is thinking about what people do exactly during those events. Then you're describing how a Jew might worship. So one of the main things all these festivals have in common has to be prayer. Yes! Prayer in Judaism is ideally practised in a collective uh, where there is a minyan. In Orthodox Judaism, a group of ten men. Prayers might be recited from a prayer book, and there are actually three daily prayer services, but extras um, occur on Shabbat and Holy Days. Jews can really pray about anything, but they obviously include supplication, which means begging or asking for things, and praise. Orthodox men also wear special items to prayer. Uh, the tallit, or prayer shawl, and tefillin boxes on the head and arm containing the Shema scrolls. Another common aspect of worship in the synagogue during festivals is study of the Torah. Obviously, this could be done in private, privately as well, but the Torah is read at services, with all five books read over the course of the year. This cycle ends with the holiday of Simkat Torah, that celebrates and marks the conclusion of the annual cycle of public Torah readings and the beginning of a new cycle. Outside of the festivals, we've talked a lot about living according to the Torah, or rather, obeying God's commands in daily life at home and in civil society. And by doing so, Jews are arguably worshipping, as this clearly honours God's wishes. So that includes the kosher food laws, laws about ritual purity, and following Shabbat weekly. So, worship really is about showing obedience towards God, as worshipping God is actually one of the mitzvot. But more than anything, it strengthens the relationship between an individual and God, because it's really an act of love for God. By worshipping him, people are choosing to spend their time that way. But I'd also say it strengthens the relationship of um, the Jewish community. With each other or with God? Well, arguably both. Jews gather together to worship and support each other in this, and there's no doubt that the Jews have been viewed as a collective before by God. When we talked about the Messianic Age, I'm sure some Jews believe that worship is also a way of preparing for the Messiah. That's right. Some Orthodox Jews believe that the Messiah will return when everyone has observed Shabbat perfectly, two weeks running. But festivals also remind us what's important. Like the song Dayeni that's sung at Pesach, it's a song of thanks, not just for delivering our ancestors out of Egypt, but also for the mitzvah and Shabbat. So it's important to thank God. I can see that by worshipping in a distinctive way, Jews can be reminded of their identity and be united in remembering that they are one nation under the covenant. But surely there's also a personal benefit to worship as well. Daily worship could help develop discipline and build character. And observing Shabbat would definitely bring physical refreshment, and um, maybe even spiritual. What's the difference between Shabbat and Shabbos? I've heard people say both. Honestly, both ways are accepted ways of pronouncing the Hebrew word, and both refer to the Sabbath, the day of rest between Friday sunset and Saturday sunset. 
But if we're being really geeky, generally Shepardi Jews would say Shabbat and Ashkenazi Jews would say Shabbos. But it wouldn't really matter which one you write. Both are correct? Absolutely. As long as you can describe what it is and explain its purpose, I'd be happy. So overall, do you think that worship is more of a communal thing or does it have more individual benefits? I'd say it's hard to separate the two, really. After all, an individual would benefit from the support and encouragement that comes from worshipping in a group. Especially when they may feel otherwise um, isolated in society, whether through being in a minority or by living in a secular society. By attending worship at the synagogue, Jews not only hear readings from the Torah, but could also benefit from hearing sermons from the rabbi. There's other really symbolic things that happen during communal worship that could help individuals too. Like at Rosh Hashanah, the shofar is blown to remind people to wake up and realise where they have fallen short. But by doing so, they could actually benefit the community too, as they would have to seek to make up through an engagement with others. Illustrating once again that it's really hard to separate the individual from the community. I'd like to think that by now our listeners should have a good understanding of how the Jews are bound together as a chosen people because of their collective commitment to the covenant. So many of the mitzvot require worship together, so much of worship is centred around the family. Do you think you can really be Jewish if you're not in a community with others? But technically there isn't a mitzvot that says you have to go to the synagogue. And technically you can pray or read the Torah alone. It can't always be possible to find a minyan. I guess that's actually the whole point of the song Minyan Man, to be honest. They were feeling sad because they didn't have a tenth Jew to pray with, but it didn't stop them from observing Shabbat before he arrived. You could be utterly alone, though, and know that you're still part of the wider community and that there would be others in the world worshipping in the same way as you. So we're back saying it's a communal thing, then? Well, right at the start of S3, I used to look at Judaism and popular culture, arguing that Judaism isn't just a religion. It can be understood as an ethnicity, a culture, or even a nation. So technically, you could identify as a secular Jew and not do anything remotely religious. And would a secular Jew worship at all? Well, no. But they would argue that to be Jewish, you don't have to worship, either as an individual or in a community, and that it wouldn't bring much benefit either way. But I'd like to think that they'd still recognise the value in supporting each other. That seems like a good place to end. In which case, for the last time, we bid you... Shalom! Shalom.